Welcome to Equip, tools for navigating real life. I want to welcome you today to an Equip broadcast brought to you by Rise Ministries. I'm Pam Keneally, co-founder, and today I have with me, I'm so excited, Steenia Little. And Steenia is owner of No Excuses, OKC, that means Oklahoma City. Uh, she teaches group exercises, and she owns her personal training studio. Steenia is a member of the ACE, that's American College of Exercise, and she's also health and wellness director at the YMCA. Today, we're going to cover a very interesting topic, and that is finding a way to bond with your child that is healthy for both you and that precious child of yours. It is going to be a fabulous time to talk about ways that we can better ourselves and bond with our children and yet stay healthy at the same time. You're going to love today's podcast. I'm so thrilled that you're with me. And also, if you enjoyed our podcast today, please visit us at our website at ariseministries.net. There you will see other videos and articles and podcasts specifically for single moms. So I'm excited to get started. Stenia, I'm so glad to have you with us today. This is going to be a lot of fun. I just feel like we're going to have a good time. Yes, yay! <laughs> if you could see what I see right now about us grinning from ear to ear, you would be, you would be excited about what's to come. So here we go. Stenia, tell me a little bit about your story. I am Steamy Little. I am a group exercise instructor as well as a personal trainer, and I have been doing that for almost 10 years now, and I absolutely love it. I graduated with my degree from UCO in kinesiology and exercise and fitness management. So now I own my own business, and I also work for the YMCA as the health and wellness director. Oh, wow. Yeah. I just need to sign up. And yeah, come just on. Just come on. I'm going <laughs> to get some exercise under your instruction. This would be really great. Yes. So I love that. Tell me a little bit about um, why you do what you do and why you think this is so important for moms. Tell us a little bit about why you do what you do. Okay. Um, I had my daughter five years ago, Nia, and she is amazing. And motherhood is probably the best thing that's ever happened to me. Um, I remember when I was pregnant with her, um, of course, being so fitness oriented before and then when I was pregnant with her gaining the weight and not being able to do things anymore as well as after um, taking care of her at home I was blessed enough to be able to stay home with her for her first year and I just remember not thinking that I, I just wasn't myself I was unhappy and then finally you know when talking to God and talking to my best friend my sister she was like I think you're depressed something mm -hmm, you're not mm -hmm. Stenia anymore mm -hmm. and so I had to figure out what that was I knew I was being a good mom I was being being a good servant. I was going to church and um, me and my husband were great, but I just, I just wasn't myself. And so um, I was like, you know, I need to get back to what was making me happy before then. Yeah. Um, and so that was exercise. And so I started exercising, but then I felt guilty because I was leaving Nia at home to spend time on me. And so I just felt really guilty. And I end up either not pushing myself in the gym or not going or just not enjoying myself in general. And so I was like, I've got to figure this out. I've got to figure out a healthy balance for me and for Nia and my family. And so um, I, we started doing workouts together and we would 
would go to the park, whether if it was just like pushing her in the stroller and doing some lunges or some squats or actually, you know, just doing it at the house and doing some push-ups and kisses and hugs and, you know. Oh, kisses, that's um, an easy exercise. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, just having that beautiful smiling face looking back at you yes. while you're doing something good for yourself is such a motivation. Yes, it is. Yes. Well, you mentioned depression earlier on, and there may be some moms listening today that don't know if they're depressed. What are some signs? What would you say are some initial signs of depression for them? I would say fatigue for no reason. You know, you're getting your sleep, you're um, eating, you know, pretty, you know, good, um, but you're just, you're just tired. Um, also, it is, um, I say the biggest part of depression is just no matter what you do or other, I should say other people do for you, you are sad. Like it just doesn't seem to add up. Like nothing ever seems to be good enough. Um, you're just all around just sad. And for me, I'm a big feeler. Um, and so you, you tend to, I tend to look back on that area of my life and things just feel dark or closed in. And so that's when I felt like, okay, this is, I can't live my life this way. I've got yes. to do something. Are we talking about postpartum depression or just depression in general? Postpartum depression. Okay. Yes. I had, so I had maternal depression like my, my, my last tri trimester okay. mm -hmm. and then it carried on until about Nia was about, I would say about six months. Okay. How common mm -hmm. is that? It's very common. Um, I've recently read a study and it said one out of nine women mm. are diagnosed with postpartum depression. And so that also helped me just knowing, normalizing it and knowing that, okay, these feelings are, other people are going through the same things that I am. And so I felt like I wasn't so just like out of the loop, like this was, it's going to be okay. Right. So uh, I guess the first step, if I'm hearing you correctly, would be to recognize I'm not me. Yes. Something yes. is going on. What my, my happy self is gone, and I should right. be happy at this point. Yes. So I'm not me. Yes. So the first step, what should they do? The, is the first step to see a doctor or the first step to get checked out? Or or mm -hmm. what? Or I guess it just depends on the individual. Right, or? right. I, um, like I mentioned earlier, I'm a big filler, and so I'm really intuitive to what my body is telling me. Um, and so I recognized that I wasn't normal. Something wasn't right. Um, and honestly, I, I spoke to God first because I tend to, I go to him first in the beginning. Um, and so, you know, I pray, I was praying about it. Um, and then I talked, like I said, to my best friend. I mean, that she's my sister. And so she knows all my business anyway. So, you know, <laughs> just talking to her and she's such a woman of God, you know, she helped me. So she was the vessel God was speaking through her sure. to me. Um, and so I, I was blessed enough to notice it and to figure out what I could do and to do it. Mm -hmm. um, but sometimes it's not as easy as that, you know, for other women. Sure. And so, yeah, of course, you know, if you need help, please go talk to the doctor. Cause like I said, it's normal. It's okay. Sure. Um, and you don't have to stay that way. Right. Mm -hmm. So you basically we said the first step is recognizing the second step is getting a game plan. So yes. and talking yes. about our game plan, let's talk about some, some simple ways that they can begin an exercise. Now, are you talking about exercise for you or exercise with you and your child? Because the child was just born. Are you talking yeah. to um, So explain, explain who's involved in yes. this exercise program. So, um, of course, you have to be cleared from your doctor mm -hmm. in order for you to go back mm -hmm. to exercise.
exercise. So that's usually around uh, two to three months year old for your baby. And um, so I've taught this class before. And so you can do it with the little bitty ones all the way up to about seven and eight. So just along, uh, they have to be at the perfect age to where they still think you're cool and yeah, they want to hang out with you <laughs> until they get too old and then they don't yeah. want anything to do Enjoy with you. that age. Enjoy that stage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and just um, find it. So the workout, technically, yes, it's for you because the baby could care less sure. about exercise. Sure. But it's that bonding that you have during that time yes. where you're able to focus on yourself and improve your, you know, your balance or your coordination, your muscles, but also being able to just have that attachment with your child at the same time. Sure. So. Give me some ideas of what kind of exercises you're talking about. Um, so we would go for walks, of course. So walking in the park, stroller workouts, a perfect ones are just, you know, walk for maybe. Uh, you know, 40 feet and then do a, you know, 10 squats or lunges. Um, but at home, you could always do that face-to-face time with your baby. Um, so you can do push-ups and every time you go down, you give them a little kiss. Um, same thing with squats, just being able to hold them close to you. Um, so just, you know, body weight exercises, never incorporating any additional weight because your your baby is your, is your weight. Mm-hmm. Um, and just being able to support your baby and yourself really works on your core. Right. So. So basically, when you're talking about working out, it's not so much for the purpose of, quote, losing weight or getting in your genes again. I mean, of course, we all would like that to happen after we have a baby. (laughs) But it's not so much about for that goal as it is uh, the goal of having a healthy heart and just getting healthy so you can raise your baby. Yes. Is this kind of your goal? Yes, yeah. And just in, I mean, so if your child sees that you put such a, importance on being healthy, um, then that sets them up for a lifestyle of, you know, of healthy living. Um, and yeah, I mean, we want mommy and me workouts are to increase the blood flow, get your endorphins going, get those happy, you know, the happy pills or the happy juice going, Mm -hmm. um, so that you can get back to feeling like yourself. Um, so yeah, I mean, weight loss will happen just because you're moving more. Um, but that's not the ultimate goal. The ultimate goal is just to get out, get moving and to have fun with your baby. Sure. That's Mm -hmm. so wonderful. And I love how you mentioned the stroller. These are things that, that, that you can do to enjoy your baby and oh, get yes. exercise. That, yes, and you mentioned, you mentioned, um, you know, I don't know if you mentioned like push-ups or, or some of those other yeah, things just, yeah. you can just do or mm-hmm. uh, right there in your own house. Oh, yeah. Tell me the benefits. Let's talk about the benefits. If, if I have a mom out there saying, okay, I recognize it, I'm going to get a game plan, uh, and then she says, I'm doing it, Tell, give me some extra encouragement and maybe some benefits in moving in this direction. Okay. Um, the benefits are... Um, increased blood flow. So with increased blood flow, um, also promotes, you know, healthy muscles and healthy bones. So, you know, preventing osteoporosis, um, as well as increasing your metabolism so that you'll be able to, you know, um, without going too much into detail, but you're able to process your foods fully sure. and you're able to get them out of your system sure. like we should. Sure. Um, so your digestive system becomes healthier with exercise and also just increasing you know, your, um, your muscle tone so that you're able to do those activities of daily living. So um, of course we all know that you usually, when you go to the grocery store, you have the baby, you have groceries, you have car keys. So being able to juggle and your core is stronger. Um, so all of those benefits just to get you through the week or the month. Right. So. Don't you feel like, too, that when, you're, when you are exercising, your body starts getting used to it, and then all of a sudden you realize, I'm I'm not cranky anymore. Something's yeah. happened to my emotions here. I'm, I'm kind of, like, delightful to be yeah. <laughs> I'm delightful again. Who is she? Yeah. I'm precious. 
I'm absolutely precious. But it does. It, it does affect your emotions. It absolutely. does affect your depression. It does defect, affect your, your perspective. Yes. Just your perspective in general. That's why it's so incredibly healthy. And not to mention, um, speak on the topic of which is so common with so many moms when it comes to exercising is guilt. Yes. You know, so speak to yes. us about that. Just Yeah. So I, I do hear that. Yeah. Um, because you don't want to take that time away from being, you know, away from your baby. Um, I felt guilt because I, I was, you know, I'd leave the house. I'd leave Nia at home. I have an incredible husband. He's absolutely amazing. But any time that I would leave Nia with him and come back, there's just so much to do. Or... I would miss out because Nia rolled over for the first time or something like that. And I was like, no, I have to be here for these kind of things. And so, um, yeah, so it, uh, it gets rid of the guilt of missing out that time from either from your husband or from your house or from your child. But I also want to say that if you need that time away, mm-hmm. by all means, it is always okay to just go outside and walk and just breathe sure. and get that time to yourself. But if you really feel like you want to spend, um, you know, that quality time with your child, especially if you have to work and so you don't want to have to, you know, pick them up from daycare and then drop them off with somebody else so that you can go work out, you can spend that time with right, your child right. as well as improve yourself. Right. And I love what you said because you mentioned your husband and I know many of you're listening are single moms and and I love that because the point is not that you have to have somebody in your life to make this choice it's just something you do for yourself exactly he he doesn't exercise for you he's not the one sweating (laughs) I'm saying he doesn't have to do it so it is it's really so independent Mm -hmm. of of a choice and nobody else can do that for you exactly you have to do it for yourself and you know what I'm sure there's places that that people can go to exercise together and what a great place to meet other moms and um do you have a facility? Is that part of what mm-hmm. you have done as well as to have moms come together yes. to meet one another? And that's part of the benefit is fellowship and belonging to a group. And Absolutely. So that socialization that you get yes. with other mothers and the babies get from or children get from meeting other children is absolutely beneficial. So there's several places that offer mommy and me classes so you can go together. Um, and again, you're just building your own sense of community. Um, and, you know, you get to talk about, of course, all the well, what's wrong with my baby kind of things. But also, you know, it normalizes the feelings that you're having of just, you know, like I, sometimes we feel inadequate or sometimes we feel like, you know, um, like I could do better or something like that. And just know that I always feel like if you, if you have those thoughts or if you are, you know, really feeling like you're giving it your all, your child sees that. And so it comes out whether you say it or it's just something that your child feels. And so again, spending that extra additional time with them, um, they will really it will last a lifetime. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Well, I also want to mention, too, here that I was visiting to a mom not long ago, and she felt so, she just felt um, guilty that she should take any time out of her busy schedule to pamper herself because she'd come <laughs> home, like you mentioned, come home yeah. with her laundry, and that wasn't a good use of my time. I should have been home. But you know what? If you don't take care of yourself, you can't do the other things well. Absolutely. That is, that is you've got to take care of yourself in order to, to have the right attitude, have the right spirit, have the right 
emotional feeling and, and intellectual thoughts in what you tell your child. you got to be healthy yourself. Yes. You must yes. pamper yourself in that yes. way. Yes. So pamper yourself. Right. Because you don't want anybody else raising that baby. Like, I, that, that is your baby. That's so, right. Yeah. So pamper yeah. yourself. The ladies listening are going, yes, I love this. Yeah. Okay, I'll pamper myself. <laughs> you watch me go, girl. I'll right. pamper myself. Yes. You just watch me go. Good. So, yes, give yourself priority. You are worth it. And so many moms, I think, feel like, I don't deserve. I don't deserve this time. I, mm-hmm. I don't deserve to to feel this way. And mm-hmm. so part of it is an identity, an identity issue. Talk to me mm-hmm. a little bit about the healthy identity that's involved in this. Yeah. Um, really look inside. So um, look at yourself. You have to really... And this can be hard. It really, because um, you may find things out that maybe either you didn't want to know or you may not want to admit. Um, but we are individuals first. We were put on this earth first, and then we had a child. And so we have to know what makes us happy, what makes us tick, what makes us, you know, upset, what sets us off. We have to really know ourselves before we can be anything to anybody else. And so just really f- spend that time, even if you just have five um, minutes a day, just to be able to sit while your child is asleep or they're at school or you're at work and you're at lunch, just being able to spend that time quiet and looking inward and figuring out yourself and spending time with yourself. Mm -hmm. That's very important. Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, speaking of identity, I can't speak of identity without talking about how how God gave us our bodies for a reason. Mm -hmm. And part of that being uh, that the spirit of God indwells us, so we are His temple. Yes. So to take, not take care, to not take care of my temple, and I don't all the time. I'm more, I'm, mm-hmm. I think we all could say I shouldn't have eaten that much at Christmas dinner <laughs> or whatever, or, or <laughs> I had four cupcakes, but they were delightful. Mm-hmm. But par- part of it is regulating and understanding that that my body is a temple of the Holy Spirit, and I want it to, I want it to live long, last long. Mm-hmm. I want good things to come out of this body of mine mm-hmm. that are spirit led, that are are supernatural, that are divine things that are happening through me. Mm-hmm. And so to have a body that is yielded to the Lord that can function well is certainly part of that. Oh, yes. It's part of that yes. outflow of God's Spirit in Absolutely. you. Absolutely. So that's Absolutely. a beautiful part, too. Talk to me a little bit about um, just um, how to... The moms come home and they're tired and they've got dinner to cook and mm-hmm. kids to do and they're crying yeah. and... and um, they just don't feel like being consistent with this. Okay. They just, they just, they'd rather put the kids in front of the TV and then just go, <laughs> go do what they do. And, yeah. and trust me, I was guilty of that myself. Oh, yeah. But talk to me about the, the the issue of consistency and the issue of of making it a, a priority. Absolutely. Um, so first, I want to say that you are not perfect. None of us are perfect. This life is not perfect. You are going to have days where you're absolutely exhausted and you can't do this. You can't do a workout or you you don't have the time to do it. And I just want you guys to know that it's okay Um, because other things happen. Life happens. Um, But you do want to try to get back back to it. Just because it happened on Monday doesn't mean that Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday have to suffer. So just pick back up where you left off or maybe taper it back a little bit if you've missed um, for vacation or, um, you know, any duration, you know, amount of time. Just be respectful of your body and allow it to speak back to you, letting you know what you can do and what you can't do. Um, But you would like to be consistent 
consistent as possible. I always tell people start off at least two days a week. There's seven days in a week. Um, so just try to pick two of them that don't have soccer practice or choir rehearsal or, you know, other things that may um, stress you out. You know, you kind of look, you know, you, you have to plan. You have to be a planner. Um, but if you put it on your planner, if you put it in your phone um, as an appointment or um, something on your phone like a calendar invite or update or something that reminds you, it makes it a priority because if you're like me, I put everything in my phone. And so if somebody says, oh, can you do this? And I look at my calendar and I see the whole day blank. Well, yeah, sure, of course. But then I know that I don't have that time to spend to exercise. So you have to make it a priority and put it on your calendars so that you know, oh, nope, from three to four, three to four, that's me time. And so, sorry, I can't do that. Because sure. you are a priority. Um, in order for you to do all those other things for all those other people, you have to be a priority to yourself first. Yes. Okay, so I have a mom out there that's saying, okay, I've made it, I've, I've, you know, I've taken the first step, I've recognized I need to do it, I have a game plan, I see the benefits, and I have my plan going. How, and I'm going to do it two times a day. How long do I have to exercise? How, how long would mm -hmm. you suggest is uh, a good exercise? If we're doing a mommy and me workout, it really depends on your child. So the smaller the baby, the less amount of time you're going to have because you got diaper changes or, you know, spit up or feedings or nap time. So anywhere, honestly, anywhere from 10 to 45 minutes is going to be a good workout with your baby. Mm -hmm. Of course, the older that they get, the more you can get towards that 45 minutes. But just starting off 10 minutes a day is fine. Okay, that's yeah. awesome. I, yeah. the, I have a feeling some ladies about fell over when you said 45 minutes. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. No, she said 10. Right, right, right. Start at 10 yeah, and then 10. work your way up. <laughs> I thought we'd clear that up. So yes. don't, don't, don't uh, just keep, hang with me here. Hang with <laughs> yeah. me here. Uh, talk to me a little bit about um, mm -hmm. the importance. Does it have to be car uh, cardiovascular where your heart is, re or can it be like just more like walking? Yeah. You know, or does it have to be something running where it gets your heart up and your heart's no. beating? If you're a runner, then by all means, you get back out there and you start mm -hmm. running. If you're, a, you know, a, um, I like to call my mall walkers, you know, the people yes. who walk really fast. If you want to get back to that, then get back to that. It's really about... Um, what did you used to do that mm -hmm. you like to do mm -hmm. and getting back to that. So even if it's just yoga, you know, you can do your planks or your down dogs or um, any of those poses with your child. And it doesn't have, you don't have to be breathing heavy. You don't have to be sweating unless that's what you want to do. Sure, sure. Um, it's really about, you know, breathing, taking the time, spending that time with your child, laughing, playing, um, and just enjoying your workout, yes, whatever that may that. be. You said down dogs. That must be a fun exercise. Yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> I've never yeah. heard of a down dog exercise. <laughs> oh, man, you got to come to my class. I'm telling you, you're missing something. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I have a question for me personally for exercising, and I used to be a jogger. Of course, I'm not anymore because it hurts my hips, and, okay. and so I'm not a jogger. My husband still jogs a lot, but... Um, so I walk. I walk probably five five times a week in, in the gym. I like to walk in the gym on the treadmill, even though it's beautiful outside sometimes. But I, yeah. <laughs> I, I for some reason, I just like the treadmill because yeah. I'm in this dark room and the movie's going. I can right. lose myself in a movie. Exactly. <laughs> but you know what? My heartbeat never, and I walk fast. My heartbeat never, I walk for 30 minutes. It never mm -hmm. gets, I'm never breathing hard. Okay. And so I'm... I feel like I'm not getting getting, getting exercise because my heart's not, it doesn't, 
it's not breathing hard, yeah. so I leave going, yeah. well, that wasn't much of an exercise, but I did it for 30 minutes. I walked fast. Mm -hmm. So is a little bit of that better than nothing? I guess I'm off you to make me feel better. Yes. No, of course. So the always, you know, American Heart Association always suggests that we get 20 minutes of activity a day. That activity could be anything. So you could be vacuuming the house or dancing around the house or walking on a treadmill, but as long as you're active for 20 minutes a day, um, because it's good for the joints, it's good for your, um, you know, your blood flow, for your muscles, for your lungs. It's just good for the whole body. Now, if you wanted to really push yourself and to breathe heavy, you know, you could increase your, you know, the incline on the mm -hmm. treadmill or mm -hmm. walk faster, um, or, you know, maybe do some things, you know, side to side in a different plane of motion. Um, but really just being active for 20 minutes a day, you're doing more for your heart then you know. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, I had someone mention to me, well, I don't want to exercise because when I exercise, I gain weight instead of lose it because my muscle, muscle weighs yeah. more. And so I, I get on the, you know, I get on the scales and mm -hmm. I'm heavier and mm -hmm. I've been exercising. It shouldn't be that way. But that's, you know, is that because muscle weighs more yeah. than fat and you just don't need to worry about that? Yes. So everything <laughs> that you've heard is true. Muscle weighs about two times as much as fat mm -hmm. does. Mm -hmm. um, and so, but I always tell people, I, I'm not a big fan of the scale. Mm -hmm. I mean, as women, especially during a certain time of the month, whether we're still having those periods or not, our body is just is just accustomed to holding on to extra water. Yes. It's just used to it. And so that scale, you'll get on it and you'll be like, wait a minute, I've been working really hard and I'm up eight pounds. Like, what's going on? Well, we have to, you know, you have to understand the mechanics and everything of the body. Um, but honestly, the best telltale for you either you know, losing weight or looking better, blah, 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 is putting on your clothes. So we all know, like, if I'm exercising um, and I put on my jeans, they fit a little differently. So they may be a little bit tighter around the thighs because I'm building up that muscle, but I do have a lot more inches in my waist. So mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, yeah. So yeah. that's a confidence builder. And then looking in the mirror. So usually when we exercise, our posture naturally increases. And so if I'm looking in my mirror and I'm all hunched over, you know, I'm probably not going to like what I see. But once we start exercising, we get a little bit more confidence, our posture, our shoulders are back, um, and we just feel better. So we have a glow to us. Our yes. skin changes. Wow. Um, exercise is just amazing for, you know, everything. Yes, so mental, is. physically, and emotionally. Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. uh, I, as, as I'm thinking about it, I wanted to talk a little, go back to the, to the, to the mommy, mommy and me, the child, and the benefits of, of, talk to me about a mother who has a child that's maybe seven, seven or eight. Okay. And what that does for a relationship with them instead of you know, going to the park or, or walking. or Tell me right. about the bonding right. of the relationship. What do you talk to your child about that when you're right. walking? Talk to me about the bond that can take place. Of course. It places an importance. So your child feels important because you're spending, you're taking out of your time, out of your day, out of your busy schedule to spend that time just with them. So if you're just walking and talking, you know, you're getting to know each other better. Um, and what just, you know, the conversations just happen organically. So whatever comes up, is great and whatever doesn't come up will come up next time so you don't have to force anything but especially with your older children um with the technology you know we're always on our phones or mm -hmm. we're watching tv or we're listening to something so it is nice for you to just shut all that off and your child will know they they see that all the time whether they expressed it to you or not they can see, like, if you're always on your phone, um, they'll see that the phone is more important than them. And we mm -hmm. never want our children to feel that way. Yeah. And so um, just being able to spend that, you know, quality time, 20 minutes a day, just talking to each other and looking each other in each other's eyes or just
just being quiet alone together um, really makes your it just it reiterates to your child that you are there for them, you are their mother, and that you love them. Yes, and I think during that time, I'm thinking about doing that. How valuable it would be during that time if after you've exercised, you take the time to do it intentionally on purpose because mm -hmm. it's, a lot of this it doesn't happen naturally, but it is intentionally right. on purpose to spend at least you know almost have it be some kind of a, a little routine you do at the end of your exercise. They, they know it's coming. You say, you know what? You are valuable. Oh, you are yeah. special. I love you. That right. you, you, you have some kind of little, they can expect it at mm -hmm. the end of your time mm -hmm. together, little mm -hmm. repetitious words that yes. you have built with them. Just oh, some yes. little fun little phrase. Or right. That it's just part of your, right. part of your exercise. This little right. phrase I'm going to get the end yeah. of this exercise that means the world. They will remember that oh, as yes. adults. Yes. So like, yeah, having a mantra or if you're, you have a family um, verse that you go to, you know, yes. being able to do that together. Um, yeah. I mean that, I mean, I, I read something that says that the way that you speak to your child becomes their inner voice. And mm. so, you know, as your child is growing older and they're faced with difficult times, we I want to be that voice inside of my daughter's head telling her that she's beautiful and she is strong and she is smart and that any anything she sets her mind to do, she can do it. And God will be there right with her. So don't even worry about it. Yes, I love that. What a beautiful time to take advantage. And I just want to say, because my children are grown and gone and I have grandchildren now, that that your children will remember, as you remember with your mother, they will remember what you did, what you said with them. My children say things to me today that I'm like, did I say that? Right. I'm thankful it was a good thing they said. Right. But uh, they do remember those oh, things. Yeah. And so um, don't take advantage for one minute, single mom, that you're busy and you're stressed and you're going 100 miles an hour and you're trying to do good and they're not listening. And so what's the point? You're, they're not gratifying you right now. Hello, they're not going to gratify you probably until they have children of their own. Yep. So I'm just letting you <laughs> know if you're not getting gratification right now don't expect it because mm -hmm. but I'm telling you it will come when they have their own children and they look back at what you did as a single mom and then it they will they will rise up and call you blessed for the things that you've done like mommy and me and exercise with them I love Absolutely. that we have a few more minutes Denia you are so incredibly delightful Thank I could you. just talk to you for two years but I guess Yay. you need to leave <laughs> and go take care of your kids but can you just give one last parting word you'd like to say to envision these moms listening wanting to get healthy wanting to do it, wanting to get consistent, wanting to imply, implement these things. Do you have any mm -hmm. parting last thing you'd like to say to them? Yeah, I would just think of your health journey as a race. Um, so whenever you start off your race, it seems long, it seems tedious, it seems hard, and it may even seem seem impossible, but always envision the end result. At, you know, at the end of the race, you feel amazing, you feel accomplished, people are clapping, you know, you just, you have all of this um, confidence. And so that's the same thing, you know, with having a child, just be patient. Like, like you said, you know, you just want to um, envision the end because you aren't going to see that gratification at the very beginning, you get it at the end. Um, and so just stay encouraged. Um, when you're tired, just I want you to know that it's okay to be tired. Um, but just, you know, keep yourself a priority because you are important. You are very important. I love that. I can't think of any better way to end <laughs> our time together except to say, single moms, you matter. Thank you for listening to an Equip podcast. To find out more about Arise Ministries or resources offered for single moms, visit www.ariseministries.net.